Santa Monica's a weird place. I don't like it here. I'm scared. I want to go home. This is Walt from Tell Him Steve Dave. I'm Chris Hardwick. Brian Quinn from Practical Jokers. I'm Jim Gaffigan. I'm getting Steve Dave. Hey, it's Mike Cudlitz from The Walking Dead. I'm Chad Lindbergh. Hi, this is Mike Zapsack. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Brian Johnson of Tell Him Steve Dave and Comic Book Men. This Information Podcast, baby. Information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at Misinfo Podcast. Welcome to Misinformation Podcast, episode 276, uh, with you finally again. I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Yo. Have we have we met? Ah, uh, fuck. I, a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Right. All right. It, sorry. I don't, I don't know what else to say. It, it's, I mean, it, we're going to have plenty to talk about. <laughs> uh, nothing has happened in the last... <laughs> Do you want one of these? Two months, you I guess. I guess, well, yeah. There you go. There sure. You go. Fire it up. Yeah, Fire it up. All right. Um, so, uh... I just saw you look at it again, and I was like, I think he thinks he wants one of these. I think he wants one of these. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're going old school, middle light tall boys. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Freebie, <laughs> freebie beers. Uh, yeah, so obviously we uh, totally have uh, fell off the face of the earth for a while. Um, misinfo video hasn't been happening. Um, we recorded one. That was approximately seven hours long. <laughs> it <laughs> so was a director's cut. It, it was very long, and I, I, all I kept thinking every time I'd sit down to edit it was, this is going to take forever. Director's cut with a hard R rating? Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably an NC-17, because the only way I could have uh, brought myself to watch it would be if there, if there was fucking in it, because it was just But really we were long. the only two in it. Yeah, you still want that? A little I bit. don't want that. Not even a little bit. I don't yeah, think so. I don't want a little bit Tip. Just the tip. Yeah. Just tip. Yeah, so there's been a lot of stuff going on. I've been really busy. We we remodeled our kitchen, and that took way longer than I expected it to. So it was a typical home improvement project. Yeah, the, the only difference is this one was successful. <laughs> so. Well, let's see. The project got done, and you're still married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we um we replaced our countertops, took the la- old laminate out, uh, put in quartz, uh, I tore out all the stuff myself, saved us 400 500 bucks tearing it out myself. Then we had a company come in and put the quartz down because they're seams. They had to join the seams, seams together. And then uh, put in a new range top. Uh, that company put in an undermount sink, which I fucking recommend, kids. Yep. Like, it's it's nice. You just kind of sweep everything from the counter right into the sink. It's awesome. Um, and then a new industrial faucet. And 
and uh, swapped out all of the outlets and switches. Uh, only electrocuted myself three times. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking terrible. Uh, our house, our wiring our house is fucked, man. Like, it's so fucked up. And uh, I'm bouncing back and forth between wiring outlets and switches. Well, I got an outlet out and then forgot where the wires went on it. So I pulled an existing outlet from the dining room, mm-hmm. which is on a different circuit. Oh, God. And you yeah. thought they were on the same I line. thought they were on the same Ooh, circuit. I couldn't, I couldn't see the, the wires, so I go to pull it out, and I put my thumb right on both screws. <sighs> like, a, like a grip. Yeah. You know, you're going to grab something. Yeah, with you, purpose. Yes, you you commit to that movement. Oh, and fuck uh, fucking Couch Adam standing behind me, he just happened to stop by. He's standing behind me, and I, and I give it like one of those... And the louder I yelled, uh, the harder he laughed. Well, fuck yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't let go of the fucker. It, 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 <laughs> it hurt so bad. Oh, man. Um, I think maybe now you know what getting tased might be like. I, I, one would have to guess. Yeah, fuck. Uh, I, and if that's the case, don't run, folks. Yeah, just... Don't fucking run. I, uh, I'd uh, never been zapped by, like, household current yeah. before. So I... Uh, Everything is wired wrong. I'm telling you. So I've, I've got other stuff. In you now, you mean? Now that you've been zapped, everything's wired yeah, yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had a stutter for like cross two days. connections. It was terrible. Uh, they, uh, I had some switches, two two switches like on the same thing, like behind the same switch cover. Yeah. That I did not know were wired independently to separate circuits. Yeah, and like, and and they're actually separate switches behind the plate cover. Like you take. Oh, the it wasn't cover, a one piece with two like. Two switches on one piece. It was two two separate. separate on one piece, but they were separate. They were completely separate. Yeah. They didn't even touch in That's, the middle. Wow! It's this old school shit. So That's I took it up to weird, I man. took it up to the hardware store, and this is like a a, a locally owned hardware and store. And they're like, buy a new house. Well, he says uh, he goes, uh, yeah, those aren't even legal anymore. I still sell them because you know they're not people code, have but people have them. to replace them. Um, but I've, I have those little thumb rocker ones, yeah. and uh, and I'm like, well, I have the little thumb rocker ones. Do you have anything like that? And he said, no, he just had the regular switches. I'm like, well, that doesn't do me any good. I'm going to all white. All he had was cream, and and so he went online. Like he he said, well, let's check such and such. I didn't realize he said Bing. Mm-hmm. He was just just literally going online, found the one I needed, and was like, hey, you can order it online. I can't get it for you, but you can order it online. So I came home, pulled it up on Amazon. It was uh, $32. For a fucking switch? Yeah, for a double nope. uh, double three-way switch. That was the other fucked up thing. Nope. They were both three-way switches. So you had a fucking six-way going on. <laughs> so I, I ordered it. And then I, well, I, I, okay, so I order it. And for $32? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it had to match everything else. Fuck that. So, so uh, but when I'm trying to figure out what's going on there, right, I... I turn on one switch runs the light in the kitchen. So I turn it on so the light's on. I go out to the circuit breaker in my workshop mm. and I shut it. I flip breakers until the, the kitchen light goes off. Jenny's like, it's off. I'm like, okay. So I come walking back in. I pull it out and fucking get zapped because the other one was on a completely different breaker and that one was still hot. What have we learned? <laughs> oh, always test. Yeah, no matter I have what. Like, even, I have if like, you, even if you're convinced you killed the right breaker. Dude, I have like six testers. Yeah. And one was laying there on the countertop <laughs> below still it. Like, fuck like, it. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Yeah, so there's that. And then um, the one that is hooked up to the outlet next to the switch for my garbage disposal. Same same situation. The two switches are separate. Yeah. And uh, and I got a tingle off of one of those. They're on the same circuit, but there's some kind of a back feed there, so I got a tingle off of one mm-hmm. of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, ah, fuck, dude. I, and so then hooking this one up, 
I went to hook it up the same way as the old one, but all the screws were in different places. Jesus so I Christ. literally had to try every wire combination until I got the switch to act the way that it was supposed to. But good news, mm-hmm. I've got one of those testers that you, that you put into plug a plug-in, in, yeah. and it tells you whether it's wired right. Every single one of my outlets is wired perfectly. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky. But <laughs> good. <laughs> I only took a couple years off your life with all those zaps, but that's all right. Dude, seriously, I... Ah, oh, fuck me. <laughs> I don't know anything about electrical. That's why it works way better if they have the same exact screw set up on the fixture that I'm swapping yeah. out, which the outlets did, but the switches did not. Yeah. And so I'm like, God damn it. That's fucking... Because I went, I went to uh, those those long rectangular switches, the router yeah, ones. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then we put... Uh, uh, stainless covers on them. So it, our, our kitchen, you saw, it looks super modern now. Yeah. I'm, I'm really digging it. But man, what a fucking bunch of work. Tiling. Suck my balls. <laughs> Saved $800 tile, doing the tile backsplash myself. Uh, suck my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. So you, uh, next time you're saying, fuck it, I'll pay the 800 Well, I don't, I don't know. Next time I'll use bigger tiles. Because it's less work? Well, less work. And uh, the, the larger tiles have lugs around the outside of them, so you don't have to use the spacers. Oh, sure. Uh, spacers are stupid. Because you put them in, then they just fall out. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. It fucking sucks. It would have really sped up the process if we hadn't didn't have to work those fucking spaces. Or if they actually did their job. Yeah, if they would just place. stay in. Yeah. yeah. But you would, you know, you'd line everything up, squeeze everything together, and then they just fall out. Fuck. Until man. it came time to pull them out, when it was time to grout, then they won't come out. It's fucking so, stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Owing to the fact that you've been home improving. Yeah. And to the fact that we've been so busy that we haven't met up to do this. Right. I'm going to guess it's probably a stupid question to ask if you've seen Civil War. I have not seen it. I have okay. not. Have you? Yeah. Oh, bummer. It's pretty sweet. Dick. What? what? Are you acting like I wouldn't go again? Well, oh, would you? Is that good? Well, I mean, I'd go for it. Like, on a, I'd go again. I liked mm. it. Yeah. I've heard really good things. I, like, a lot of people have gone as far to say it's it's their favorite to date. Their favorite Marvel movie to date. Yeah, maybe. There's something about the first Avengers, though, right. for me. Like, because this, it was something special. It was something that, it, hadn't, been ha- exactly. that hadn't been done before. Yeah. Um, but it's probably close. Yeah. It's really good. Really? Spider-Man's pretty sweet. Oh, is he in it for like four minutes? No, probably like 20. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, so he has stuff to do? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I thought it was just like a gag. No, man. He, uh... He has yeah. stuff to do. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. That's all. I'm not going to yeah. tell you, but yeah, yeah he's, he's involved a little yeah. bit. I know there's a lot of stuff that happens. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I want to see it. You get to see super young Robert Downey Jr. They do that shit where they like CGI their face so he looks like he looks like he did back when he was a fucking druggie. Really? Just super young, clean cut. Well, and I still haven't seen Ant-Man yet. Oh, I love Ant-Man. And, uh, and I, apparently they did that in Ant-Man. To with yeah, with, Michael Douglas. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, and and I still, I, I still haven't seen. It. Do you have it? Do you own it? Yeah, you want to borrow? It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, way good. Yeah, I like it a lot. I'm, I'm trying not to spend any more money. Yeah, I hear um, you. Th- this project upstairs, probably. Well, you should probably see Ant Man before you see Civil War because there's some interplay. Oh, is between yeah, yeah. him and another character that doesn't make as much sense if you don't watch Ant Man first. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I definitely want to see it then. Um, I, uh, I, I had to. I literally turned to Jenny inside a re- retail establishment two weeks three weeks ago and said, can you promise me we're done spending money now? <laughs> <laughs> and now you have to uphold oh, that promise Jesus yourself. Jesus Christ. Oh, dude, we... Me. So that's the other thing. Those re- On those improvement shows, they always go over budget. Did you guys stay under budget? Uh, yeah, we actually came in way under budget um, because we... Saved all that money doing... Yep, and the countertop was on sale oh, at, at Home Depot, and um, we sold our camper oh, right on. Um, and bought a couch. Cool. And she actually made $600 on the camper. That's good. She bought the pop-up camper for $1,200, turned around and sold it. We used it one time, turned around and sold it for 
Nice. Yeah. And that's and, the way you want to do yeah. things. Those dude, campers don't depreciate. Yeah. Like people are willing to spend way well, more money. Well, you're selling than they it should. at a good time of year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hello. right right before the season. It was perfect because she sold it while I was in LA. She she decided to sell it, put it on Craigslist, sold it the next day to somebody from two hours away. Damn. Yeah. She was All asking right. two. They talked her down to 18. She felt kind of guilty that they drove two hours. And then she's like, but in retrospect, I probably could have stuck with two because they'd already driven two hours. They were going to buy it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, but I had. But you guys had, still made 600 Oh, yeah. It's well, hard not to feel good about and that. especially because it didn't look brand new. I had to do some work to it. Remember, yeah. I had to peel the whole back end remember, off and, yeah. and all that stuff. So, I mean, I'm I'm glad that they gave us 1800 yeah. So we turned around and spent that plus another 600 on a couch. No, <laughs> um, no, no. no. Yeah, I'm probably yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, but you saw that couch. That's yeah, it's a, nice. That's a lot yeah. of couch. Yeah, where'd you get it? Uh, Slumberland. Because they were having that. No, no, Simpson was having the going out of business. Yeah, they there, didn't right? have shit. Yeah, we. we went, I went yeah. and looked too. They didn't have very much. Everything was already sold. Well, and even their going out of business prices were way higher. Well, did than you most ask people's... what the real prices were? No. Apparently, see, the first time I went in there, they didn't tell me. The second time I went in there to look at one again, they told me all of those prices were minimum 30% off. Right. Some of them were as much as 60% off. So you basically had to ask for every piece. How much is this really? That's stupid. It is stupid. That, that, and if you think about it, that is way counterproductive for them. Yeah. Because they're trying to get rid of this shit. They're trying to go out of business. Yeah. You know, if you got the real prices on it. See, buying furniture is almost as bad as buying a fucking car. That's what dude. I said to Kim while we were there. I was like, this and cars, man. Fuck that it's, shit. It's, it's so stupid, you know, because we went to Slumberland, found two couches that we were trying to decide between. Left, wanted to sleep on it. I had her email the, the sales guy and say, look, what's your bottom line on this couch? Yeah. Because that's a little pricey. And he said, well, coincidentally, we're having a friends and family sale next Sunday. And it's going to be um, like $1,800 um, plus tax plus the protection plan that we bought. And it ended up being closer to $23. Um, and, and, but I'm like, why wouldn't it be that price last week? Because, yeah. I mean, we were looking at it's starting at like 22 when we were in there that that day. Okay. And I'm like, I can't spend over two grand. I can't spend over two grand on a piece of furniture. It's fucking no. retarded. Yeah. Um, but this one, it has a, we were looking at another one that was way more modern looking, um, which I liked the look of better, mm-hmm. but it only had a five year uh, warranty on the frame. And I don't even know if it had a cushion warranty. The one we bought has a 10 year cushion and a 10 year frame warranty. Plus we paid the extra $229 to get the, uh, uh, the protection plan. Yeah. For five years, it's covered against anything as long as it's not as long as it's not caused by teeth or claws. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. True story. All right. So like if uh, if I drop a plate of spaghetti. Yeah. On the couch, right? Yeah. Um, it then is it's covered. The first thing they'll do is they'll send somebody out to try to clean it. Sure. If they can't clean it, they'll replace it. So. At, at year four, day 360, are you totally just Set that fucker on fire. That <laughs> Set it on fire. Like, I don't know what happened. Yeah, sorry, guys. Like, I'm, I'm going to need a new couch Spontaneous now. combustion. Uh, the, the cushion warranty is it will not – the cushions will not degrade more than 10% in 10 years. That's good, man. And, and the cushions all have coils in them. Huh. So, like, they're, it, this shit's built. It's uh, solid wood frames. Uh, it's, it's a nice fucking couch, uh, but – Right, and fucking oh, yeah. wat- watching her run the fucking card because uh, we paid cash for everything. Just so for... she ran a debit card for it, and I'm like, oh, this sucks so bad. <laughs> and in retrospect, I wish I would use my Amazon card because I could use the points. Yeah, that that, that's been... what. Yeah, yeah, that's my go-to. I'll just pay it off right away. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. rack up those points. Yep. it's yep. like free money. Yeah, I really wish I would have done that. Yeah. That was stupid. Yeah. And I had planned on doing that. Yeah, and then you just but forgot. I was just sick to my stomach. 
as we're spending the money. Because yeah. I was I was going to do the same thing with the countertops. Just put it on the Amazon. Oh, you'd card have so many oh, Amazon dude, points right now. I would now. be able to buy probably be able to buy an Xbox One yeah, on Amazon. Probably for yeah. And it, you wouldn't be asking me to borrow Ant Man. You'd be like, "Fuck that! I got enough points to buy I, twenty I owned, copies of Ant Man." I bought Marvel. Yeah, that's what I did with my Amazon card. <laughs> <laughs> that's Man. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so that between that and obviously quartz countertops and shit, not cheap. I would imagine. I. I thousands of dollars I've spent. I don't in the last even want to. Please don't tell me. It's sick, dude. Of... It's yeah. But, you know, tax return. Plus, we still have money left. So to answer your question whether we came in under budget, we have enough money left to pay for half our trip to Oregon next year. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And, and by the time that Oregon comes around, we'll get another tax return and okay, have another kid to claim. So, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's going to be pretty fucking – it's going to work out. Let's put it that way. I think you'll be fine. Yeah. And, oh, and have money constantly going into savings for the first time in my life. It, things are okay. I mean, I'm not fucking rolling around naked in $20 bills or anything, but we're, we're finally getting dire- the direction that we should be going. Right so, I, yeah. So, I feel pretty good. It's just I'm tired. Um, I, you know, my, my, my work schedule is weird because it constantly changes, and it just so happened that I had, like, six weekends off in a row. The first full weekend off I had, I spent in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> and then every weekend since, I've had something going on to, to the point where, like, I'm in bed by 930 because I'm exhausted. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, L.A.? Yeah, what's up? It was, uh, it's a weird fucking place, man. Well, sure. Like, when was the last time you were out there? Uh, 1987. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> Probably, it's, uh, yeah. Um, first things first, uh, Mike Holmes. A uh, friend of the show, Mike Holmes, uh, got me on a showcase stand-up show. First time I'd done stand-up since 2012. I didn't realize it had been that long. Um, well, yeah, but like the last time we recorded is also the last time you did a stand-up show. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably right. I, I, I thought that I had done something after my daughter was born, but I don't, I can't place it. So we'll say 2012 to be on the safe side. So I wrote a bunch of new material, um, did about 75% new, um, 25% old. Uh, like seven, six, six minutes. Yeah, because you get five minutes as a showcase show. You get your, you do your best five minutes. You get light at at five. You can go till six. Who's that? Uh, uh, the um, what the fuck is the place called? Um, it's a comedy club on uh, down on uh, in Santa Monica, just off uh, like the Parkade in in Santa Monica. Uh, and so I went down there. The show was to start at eleven thirty. Um, I showed up at eleven thirty. Nobody was there yet, and they had an improv show going on inside the club hmm. so uh tony forsmark and i went f- walked walked down to the parkade check it out he's like we could go down to the pier um but that's mostly gonna be gang members right now it's 11 30 and i was like yeah let's skip it uh, <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> right? so we walked the parkade which is crazy there's a bunch of like it, it, it's it's like a carnival like there's all these people walking around and then people the guy was clearly recording what i assume was a podcast where he was arguing with people about religion it was a very strange place santa monica is an odd place mm-hmm. Um, so we went back, uh, found out Mike Holmes was caught in traffic. There was an accident on the 10, and so he was going to be late. Um, I didn't realize he was going up because originally he wasn't going to. He was just going to come check Hang things out. out. Yeah. yeah. So he so he was he was going up that night. So they put pushed me to the back of the show. I can only assume either one they hated me or two uh, they figured Mike would want to see me and he was running late. So I was like second to last or third to last to go. I think second to last to go up. Normally that's a good thing. Unless the show starts at eleven thirty, <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, it, that every minute ticked by, the crowd got thinner it, as their friends had already gone. Well, and, and just uh, so it originally started, the improv show was packed. Right. So there's probably fifty, sixty people in this nice comedy club, right? Well, if you paid for the improv show, you could stay for the twelve shining nickels 
showcase show for free. So when I first walk in there, go back to the green room, um, there's 50, 60 people there. The host gets up and brings up the first comic. First comic gets done. Some people, a table peels off. Well, that continues yeah, sure. each comic. So um, by the time I got up, uh, there were 12 people in the audience. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they were, most of them were drunk. Of course. And hard, like not belligerent, but not not friendly. You know, like I, I, I talked to the crowd a lot. And at one point I was talking about, I was doing my bit about little wieners, big wieners, right? Yeah. And I look at this chick and I ask if her boyfriend has a big dick, and she says, no. And I'm like, ah. She's like, sorry to disappoint you. I was like, it ain't disappointing me. It should probably be disappointing you. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't disappoint me. We're not talking about my dick. I already said mine was little. Yeah. And she's just a total fucking cunt about it, really? right? No. So no. I'm like, this is weird. This is weird, weird interplay. The two people sitting right in front, um, the girl wouldn't even look at me. She was like holding her hand over her eyes every time I tell a joke. And it was very, very strange, what right? What the fuck? So I, I close out. I finish my set. And I go off stage. Mike's waiting for me. And he's just like, so how'd that feel? I was like, Santa Monica's a weird place. I don't like it here. I'm scared. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he's laughing. He's like, yeah, it's rough, man. There's only like 10 people out here. <laughs> you know, it's, it's rough. So afterwards, we hang out. We talk a little bit. They kind of chase us out of the club because it's one thirty, maybe by then, maybe, maybe 1 o'clock. So say our goodbyes. Uh, me and Tony, we leave, we have to drive. It's in Santa Monica, he lives in the valley, so we have to drive back, uh, and he decides he wants Del Taco. I've never had Del Taco, so we order everything on the menu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was good. It was basically, I would, it, like, if Taco Bell and Taco John's had a baby, it would be Del Taco. Oh, yeah? I mean, for people who live in the Midwest, I guess that gives them your point of reference. Taco sure. John's is very sporadic anymore like you can't find it a lot of places but that's what del taco was like okay. so not bad i mean it's just nothing amazing no just fast food mexican okay you know, fast food tex mex people talk about it like it's the fucking second coming of well the nice thing is they have shakes oh yeah okay. yeah so that's that's their the, the shakes are good yeah huh. and i was on a, i was on this chocolate shake kick the entire time i was out there because okay. uh well, the, the I, I flew in on wednesday we went to In and Out Burger. Apparently, a lot of my a lot of my stories about uh, Los Angeles are, are going to be around food. Well, hey, that's that's <laughs> one of the best reasons to go on vacation. Right, right. And so it's I wanted to eat a lot food. of places I couldn't eat here. Of so uh, he picks me up from the airport, and um, by the time I got uh, all my picked up my luggage, and he finally got around to picking me up, it, it was about four four thirty. So we just said, let's get supper now. So we went to In and Out Burger. Um, it, their their burgers are fucking great. Their fries are fucking asshole terrible. <laughs> don't order their fr- I'm going to tell you right now public service announcement do not order in and out fries even if you order off the secret menu where you can get them animal style and they put like Thousand Island dressing and cheese and sour cream and all this shit on them it, ba- it just barely makes them palatable they're, they're, they they taste stale like not fresh they're oh. just not good they're not good they're, they're burgers I would eat their fucking burgers all day long they they uh, hmm. the, the, I think they mustard in the bun or, or mustard really? in the burger they make the burgers with mustard. they're very good they're very fucking good um, and, and I think I got because I bought food as like a thank you for coming to pick me up at the airport and stuff. I think for all five of us, because he has two daughters and he's married, um, it was like thirty five bucks. That's not bad. No, not bad at for all. For five people, no, that's no not not bad at all. So that was the first place I ate. You look like you're getting ready to ask questions. No, no. All right, so that was the first place we ate. So that night. So then, so I flew in. We ate there, uh, and then uh, Thursday we just kind of bombed around. Oh, he had a a rehearsal Thursday morning or Thursday afternoon. So we. 
uh, went to Beverly Hills Playhouse, met with his scene partner. He rehearsed his scene, and then we drove back to uh, – oh, this is great. Uh, so um, we're driving to mm-hmm. Beverly Hills Playhouse. Oh, no. And uh, we're driving down, honestly, the name of the is like Olympic, maybe, is, is the road. And, you know, so I'm, I'm taking pictures. Not, you see Nakatomi Plaza. It's right yeah, ahead of you. I you know, it, I'm taking yeah. pictures of that. Well, I'm, I'm in the car, and I'm taking pictures with my fancy camera through the windshield. I'm like, oh, this is stupid, but it's really windy out that day. So I've got my hat kind of cockeyed. The hat blows off my head and lands on my hood because I was wearing a hoodie. It was a little cool out, I think, like 60, 65 degrees. So I take my hat, put it right back on the exact same way, and then stick my head out the window. Genius. Yeah. So then, obviously, my hat blows off my head, flies behind the car, and I'm like, oh, fuck. My Iowa State hat just flew off. And Tony's like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, yes. So he's like, all right, hold on. I'll turn around. So he turns around just in time to watch it get run over <laughs> by a car. And I go, what the fuck? And he goes, it just got run over by a car. I go, what kind of car was that? And he goes, it was a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> so the hat was fine then. Uh, no. <laughs> it wasn't. So so we drive up, and obviously now the hat's on his side. So he jumps out and grabs it and hands it to me, and it's got the creases in the side of it, and it's just greasy as fuck. And I go, I thought Teslas were supposed to be clean. Yeah. <laughs> it's so beat up and horrible looking. <laughs> my hat is now a blue waffle. What oh, happened? Oh, it's so, it was so bad. So then we go back, go to the playhouse. He rehearses the scene. We leave. I don't even know where we ate that night. I don't I don't. That's kind of a blue. Oh, I, yeah, I do. Uh, his wife had something she had to go do. I think it was that night. So me, him, and the two little girls went to this place called Acapulco. Just walked from his house. It was a Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. Similar to like uh, uh place of Chipotle's. No, Chipotle. Oh, so yeah, something yeah. a little yeah, more. Yeah, a little bit more. Uh, yeah, like as... the, the people who brought us our food were Mexican. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. sure. Um, so it was good food, good food. Um, and I'm pretty sure that was that night. Yeah, anyway, not important. So then Friday, um, we're talking about food, right? Yes. Oh, so, okay. So Friday, <laughs> of sorry. course we are. It's well, us. Friday night, we were supposed to go to this uh, independent film festival party. Okay. Um, he wanted to go, and a friend of his was kind of uh, had put it together. So we had to go up kind of near the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. And, and so we get there when we got there early, way, way early. Um, uh, on time, but way before everybody else, way before they were done setting up. Um, his buddy wasn't there yet, so we're like, oh, we'll come back. So we went for a walk, kind of walked and looked at all these fancy fucking houses. I had to piss. I had to piss when we got there. So I'm looking to see if there's, like, a house for sale, like, go in the backyard and piss. Like, it's bad. I have to piss really fucking bad. <laughs> so we finally uh, make our way back. His buddy's there. We chit-chat with him for a couple minutes, and finally I just find the guy who owns the house. I was like, do you have a restaurant, a restroom I can use? And he's like, yeah, right through there. So I go in and use the can. They've got free booze, free food. But, you know, we drove there, so we weren't going to drink. Hammered, um, yeah. I, you know, uh, Tony had one beer, and I didn't have anything to drink at all. Uh, we were easily the oldest guys there. Oh, um, man, you know, and Tony's funny. quite a bit older than me, so it, it, it was really uncomfortable. And all these people knew each other, so they're all standing in these little groups talking. We're kind of trying to make friends and be friendly, and it's just not... Like, nobody's being rude, but it's just... Clearly, They're not interested. Yeah, we don't belong. And so we finally decide we're going to leave. So he says his goodbye to his friend, and, and, we, and we leave. And he's like, what do you want to go do? It's like 11 o'clock on a Friday night in Los Angeles. And I was like, well, what do two old guys do in Los Angeles on a Friday night? And he's like, apparently stand around, be uncomfortable around young people. <laughs> I go, I could really go for a good milkshake. Is there somewhere like known for its milkshakes that we go get something to eat? And he says, uh, "Yeah, let's go to uh, let's go to Mel's." I'm like, "Mel's?" He's like, "Yeah, from American Graffiti." 
It's like the movie. He said, "Yeah, it's where they, where they filmed the the drive-in scenes for American Graffiti." So yeah, that that sounds like a lot of fun. You know, it's got a story behind yeah. it. Let's go. So we we go to Mel's and it's in Hollywood, and uh, we pull in and get right in. Place is dead. I mean, there's maybe maybe ten other people in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we order milkshakes, which are very good, and burgers. You know, burgers and fries. Good, good food, reasonable prices. That was the thing that surprised me the most. Everything about, was cheaper than you thought it would be yeah, for being California, for yeah, being just LA. Food. I mean, unless you went somewhere like swanky, food was a reasonable. Groceries were reasonable. Huh. Um, I mean, we had a grill out uh, on Monday, the Monday before I left, and I bought all the meat and everything. Uh, I spent twenty dollars. Oh wow! Meat and buns, twenty dollars. Meat, buns, and cheese, twenty dollars. That's not bad at all. No, because he, you know, is the the. Ralph's is the is the grocery store, and they, he had like a card that you use. And it originally my total was sixty dollars, but then with the fuck, no, 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 that's what it was. I saved twenty dollars. I was gonna say that's I, amazing. I spent, I spent forty dollars, but on meat, cheese, and buns, enough for like ten or eleven people. I thought so, that seemed ridiculous, but still, that's still really cheap. Forty bucks, that's not bad at all. Um, for burgers, hot dogs, and burger buns, hot dog buns, and then sliced cheese. Yeah, right on. But like nice sliced cheese, not like not like craft you know, singles. singles. No, yeah. um, so uh, so the pricing was was nice. Uh, food was good, and you know you're looking around and there's all this memorabilia and yeah, stuff from the course. movie. It's pretty cool. So we leave and I'm like, wow, I'm really glad we went there. So we went home, went to bed, got up the next day, um, had to go to the playhouse for something else, and then uh, we went to uh i wanted to eat outside I'm like let's find somewhere we can eat outside um preferably somewhere we can look at ho- uh, ho- like california girls as they walk by and shit you know mm-hmm. so we find this place called jerry's i think it's called jerry's it's a, a diner or not a diner a deli way good food that place was expensive sure. i got a uh, monte cristo's 18 bucks cool. yeah i mean come with fries but it's and a monte like cristo three so, different dipping yeah. sauces and it, yeah but i spent over 20 bucks by the time i drank my soda and stuff hardly drank any beer the entire vacation that's I had, I had a beer at the comedy show on Saturday night. I had uh, and maybe like five beers the, the night of the barbecue. Huh. And that's it. Uh, so we, <laughs> we, uh, we eat at Jerry's, um, but I digress. We're driving around looking for somewhere with an out, outdoor eatery type. And he said, well, we could always go to Mel's. This one has an outdoor eatery. And I was like, what do you mean this one? There's more than one? He goes, yeah, I think there's three. I said, then how do you know the one we went to? Last night was the one from the movie. He's like, well, I just assumed because it's in Hollywood. He goes, and this is a running running theme. Anytime he didn't, he's like, look it up. So I look it up. I was like, where is the Mel's from American Graffiti? Uh, Mel's restaurant uh, had originally uh, been in danger of bankruptcy before the 1972 film American Graffiti uh, and was filmed at Mill, uh, uh, on location at Mel's Drive-In in in San Francisco. (laughs) Uh-huh. And I'm like, so that's not the one. I'm like the one you. It's not even in this city. <laughs> it's not <laughs> even in this. It's not even in Southern California. It's in Northern California. Jeez. And he's like, oh, now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, at least the milkshakes are good. Yeah. He's like, but you, sir, are a fucking fraud. Yeah. As as a uh, tour, tour guide, guide you you're, are. You're terrible, terrible tour guide. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> so we ate at Jerry's. Jerry's is very good. I mean, it's very good deli food, but holy fuck, expensive. Um. So then, uh, yeah, Saturday, be hungry, man. yeah, dude, it's a good food. Saturday, Sunday was, uh, then we, so then we met up with, uh, Northern oh, um, yeah. on 
Hey, weren't you guys going to get tattoos? We were. It fell through. Okay. Um, which is weird because the place where we met to eat was right across the street from the tattoo place. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we met at a place called Umami Burger. And we met with uh, this cat named Casey who used to co- uh, post on Quickstop Boards too. And then his girlfriend. Such sweet people. God, so nice. Like the friendliest people I've ever met. It was great. It was great. I had a lot of fun. But um, so we went to Umami Burger, which go there. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Oh, fucking like gourmet burgers. So good. So good. I got like one with the uh, an egg and shit on it. But um, I ordered. I'm not a big sweet potato fry guy, but they have maple sweet potato fries. Ooh. So it's sweet potato fries, maple syrup, and bacon. Oh and, yeah, and I can ba- dig that. Oh, dude, the bacon on my burger was plank bacon. Oh, like like easily an eighth of an inch thick, like mm. thick bacon. God, I want a burger. So good, dude. And then the sweet potato fries, which were so sweet, I ended up having to share them with people because it was just it was almost like they were dessert. Um, then they had, uh, um, Pepsi products with real sugar. So I ordered a Mountain Dew and of course she brought me a Pepsi and I didn't want to be <laughs> that guy, but I was like, Hey, actually this is supposed to be a Mountain Dew. Cause I hadn't had Mountain Dew all weekend. Yeah. I was kind of craving, you know, the sugar and caffeine and shit. So, so she, without even, okay, took it away, brought me back in the bottle, a Mountain Dew. Um, probably with some spit in it. Yeah, probably. Um, but, but the food, know. food was really good. All week he had been telling me that this umami burger was really overpriced for your portions. The burger was huge. It was like a third pound burger. Uh, the, the fries were like a heaping helping of fries. There was nothing wrong with them. Yeah. And I got to see Northern, which was a lot of fun. Um, it was just so weird that, uh, I, I was in LA for a week and I saw several people from other States that I knew from other yeah, States. Yeah, that is weird out, how that you know? worked out. That's cool though. Cause I saw my buddy Terry Cork, who I knew from Arizona, who now lives in Huntington beach. So we met in Santa Monica on uh, t- Tuesday Huntington for lunch. Beach. Yeah, my sister lived in Huntington. Beach. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. See, and I, this is, I had a really hard time with uh, uh, like spatial awareness. And how many different beaches there are? Oh, dude, just I didn't, I never knew where we were. Yeah, like, I was constantly bringing up a map, but I was like, how do we get here? It's not like here where you know all the time where you're at. Yeah, or north how to south, get to everything's the next gridded. Place. Everything's, yeah. but you know, in order to get, he lives in the valley. In order to get anywhere, you have to go over the hill, and then you're in. Beverly Hills, you're in Hollywood, you're, you know, yeah. all, all the places you, you want to go, you're trying to go downtown, whatever. Um, you have to go away from where he's at and, and everything snakes and slithers yeah. and it's so fucked up. And we never took the same way twice to get somewhere because depending on what time of day it was, traffic, traffic was different. I it was so imagine. fucked yeah. up, yeah. dude. Like I was so lost. I told him, he's like, we should really do this again sometime. I said, that's fine. Um, and if you ever want to invite me out, and then after you've invited me, you change your mind. You don't want me to come. Just tell me, hey, you can still come, but you have to drive yourself everywhere you go. And then you won't have to worry about canceling on me because I just won't come. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want no fucking part of driving yeah. in that city. Right. It's it, it's so aggravating. you know. And so the whole time I was there, I was like, could I have ever done this? Like, if it was 10 years ago, would I have had the, like, the, would I have been brave enough to yeah. live out here? Because he's lived there for 14 years now. And so it's he knows where everything's at. It's old hat to him. But I'm like, could I have ever made the jump to live out here? It is terrifying in in L.A. It's terrifying. Yeah, but there's I no mean, public transportation. There's probably people that feel that way about living in, say, Chicago. And you did that, right? But people that have never been anywhere larger than, say, here are probably like, oh, I don't think I could live in Chicago. But but it's so different. Like Chicago and L.A. Like everything about the way it works is different. Sure. I mean, it's because you don't use you don't use the highways in Chicago. You use service streets. Yeah. Whereas in LA, if you need to get anywhere, you need to use the highways. Yeah, and they're awful. Yeah, they're horrible. They're fucking scary. I, I kid, and I remember that shit was ridiculous. Well, and back then, they didn't have shared use for motorcycles. Yeah. They do now, yeah. and that's stupid. 
Are you aware of this process? Uh-uh. So the motorcycle, they have carpool lane, right? Yeah. The motorcycles are allowed to ride the line on the carpool lane <laughs> legally. <laughs> and those motherfuckers ride it whether you get out of the way or not. Oh, great. So when he was taking me to the airport on Wednesday to go fly back home, we watch these two assholes riding the line, and then all of a sudden traffic stops. And then we finally get up there to watch them picking a guy up off the ground and walking him as he limps back to where his motorcycle was uh-huh. uh, another 100 feet behind him. Fuck that. And I'm like, why would you fucking ride like that? That's so stupid. It's, it can't be safe. All it takes is one guy fucking sneezing or well, texting. Clearly, it clearly isn't yeah. safe. Well, in all these motorcycles, they have these big fucking luggage bags and shit on them, so they, yeah. they're, they're wide. Skinny. Yeah. yeah, it's oh, it's so fucking nuts. Like, I, there's no fucking way. Um, and we always rode in the carpool lane one because I, there was always two of us. But he has a hybrid. Yeah, that's one of the bonuses to having a hybrid. You automatically get to ride in the carpool lane. It's they have all these incentives for hybrids. Yeah, his hybrid. I dude, I didn't understand these vehicles until I rode in his all week. Okay, his first twenty-two miles purely electric. Yeah, Kim has a hybrid. So, does she have a charging station? Um, because because so. like then she, then hers is like hers is a hybrid, but not like an electric hybrid. It's nope. like it has some electric, but his he actually charges it every night, and charges one battery, and then when he drives, first twenty two miles are all electric. He uses no gas. When he starts it, there's no combustion engine that starts. It just click. It's on. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. And then when he goes downhill, if he rides the brakes, it charges the battery. Yeah. It's fucking insane. And then after that battery dies down, then then it the, starts using the, the, yeah, the it starts using the gas engine. Yeah, hers yeah. is the same way. I don't hers the, I don't think she charges hers, but hers charges somehow through driving it and then one like when she uses it, she can drive so long before she's even using like her gas engine. Yeah, there's got to be some way. Which is that, weird because, like, yeah. in the winter, I was like, why isn't your car warm? She's like, because I'm not using the gas. Like, she's like, it won't just warm up as it sits here because it's not using the engine. Like, it's not. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah. I wouldn't want that at all. I know. I was like, <laughs> no. well, that's horrible. Well, you know, we need the, to solve that problem. The, and then those Teslas are 100% electric. I know. And have you seen the video of Tesla Insane Mode? No. Dude, so they have on the Sport, one of the Sport models, there's a button that you hit. Oh, God. And it's, in, like, Insane Mode, and you hit it. And then when you give it gas, it goes from zero to sixty in two seconds. What the fuck? Because it doesn't have to wind up. It's oh, just, God. It's just full power. <laughs> That's and dangerous. It's fucking nuts. People aren't prepared for that. Oh man, they, it's all these videos uh, from the windshield in showing people's reactions. Does when it the guy also does it. instantly play the music that plays anytime Mario catches a star? It should. Because it's, it's all what it of looks a sudden like. fucking nuts, and That's everything's rainbow. And very much. You're gonna kill everything. <laughs> what it looks you like. You can just run straight through everything. Everybody does flips. Yeah, <laughs> and so, but I, I got to think about that. I was like, man, if if they had incentives to buy an electric car here, yeah, I would buy one. I would never have to get gas. Yeah, pretty much. Because when do I ever drive more than twenty two miles? That's yeah, very rarely Me on too. a trip. On a trip, maybe. Fuck, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, but you know, you're looking at like thirty to forty Gs for that car. I know, without the incentives. If, yeah, you know, exactly. whereas he, they got like ten grand back for buying it. They got a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I think he gets some kind of a discount for having a charging station at his house. Jesus. Um, and I asked him, I was like, okay, well, how much does it cost you to run that charging station? He said, about as much as having a second refrigerator. Oh, that's like, really well, not no, bad. No, that's not bad. I have two refrigerators. That thing's energy star rated. I would right. gladly unplug one of them to never have to buy gas again. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? uh, and, and you know, the car's small. Like, when we when well, all sure. of us went to the Walk of Fame, it was snug. Because I rode up front. His wife rode in between the girls in their car seats in the back. Yeah. And it was pretty snug. I did. I would not have wanted... To go on a long yeah, trip that way? I would sure. not have wanted to be stuck back there where she was. Yeah. Walk of Fame's weird. Yeah. It's, it's one of those places. Have you been there? 
I, if, I don't when remember. Maybe, but... It's one of those places that is a lot smaller. Than you think it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, now these the stars go on for a mile, you know. But like the Chinese theater with all the handprints and shit are. It's a lot smaller than you expect it to be. And it's weird because, okay, so you've got this Walk of Fame, right? But you've got all these vendors set up. And those motherfuckers are set up right on top of a star. Yeah. So if there's one star that you're looking for That's and it's under covered. a fucking booth... And the same thing on the Walk of Fame. There's a huge, like, uh, like tchotchke booth right on top of people's handprints and footprints. Like That sucks. Yeah. I mean, I saw the ones I wanted to see. I found Robin Williams. Yeah, I saw and, your picture. Yeah, yeah it was pretty cool. One. The Star Trek one with all of their yeah. hand, that was pretty neat. Robin Williams one, weird, dude, it hit me weird. It hit me really fucking weird. Really? Yeah, because I, I went looking for it. You know, I found a, I found a star first because I, I Googled it and found what address it was in front of. And, of course, none of the fucking storefronts have addresses, so I'm not real sure where I'm Fuck at. That. But I, I found it. And then when I found his handprints and footprints, uh, apparently we were the exact same size. <laughs> Because oh. my hand, my handprints, my hands fit directly into his handprints, and the minute I put my handprints in his in his hands, and like it, it, it kind of washed over me, like he was right here. He did this. He put these yeah. fucking. I'm fighting back tears. Do you think maybe? Was a fucking do mess, you think maybe dude. he was your father? Because you're both the same size. Very and hairy. Super hairy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's possible. Um, and I clearly both have emotional issues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, and, uh, it, but it was it was. It was a it was a lot more overwhelming than I expected it to be, huh. and, and it and it felt like in that situation it shouldn't be like overwhelming because it was. Well, but you never know, man. Yeah. How shit's gonna hit you. It, it was very strange, and like so, I because I, I looked for it, looked for it, looked for it, couldn't find it, and finally, um, uh, Tony's wife uh, Reagan found it and pointed it out to me. And I'm like, oh, th- oh, good, thanks. And then I started taking pictures of it, and I was okay as long as I was looking at it upside down. And then once I walked around and put my hands in his handprints, I was like. Fuck me. Yeah. I didn't want to be standing there fucking blubbering while these Japanese tourists are taking pictures. But yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is fucking rough. I did not expect it to be that tough. But that was one of the the very few things that also that I was like, when I go, I have to, I have to see this. I have to do this. The other one was seeing the Hollywood sign, which I never really saw great. Yeah, like I always saw it when we were driving. Because they don't light it up. Yeah, they don't light it up at night. Yep. And which I didn't know. Did you know that? Yeah, because people that live there, it's a it's a disruption to their life. Yeah, and because shit like that. people are trying to drive up and see it when yeah. it's all lit up at night. So I think 1993 they stopped lighting yeah. it, which is awesome. Tony didn't know. So when we were driving up to the party, uh, he's like, "You should be able to look right up this road and see the Hollywood sign." And I'm like, "Damn, I don't see shit." And Turns then, out that's in San Francisco too, Tony. <laughs> Thanks. Well, then, so then we're driving up the road more, and I look up and I can make it out. I was like, dude, it's not lit. Well, the night before, there had been a power outage. Like, the power went out at his house. So he I heard thought. a log boom. And I was like, wow, maybe there's something going on with the grid. Maybe they have brownouts or something. And so, what does he say? Look it up. Uh-huh. Look it up. I was like, dude, they haven't lit this motherfucker since 1993. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, it's been a good 23 yeah, years. Yeah, it's been a long time since they used this. this he's like, oh, you don't say. <laughs> I guess when you live there, you don't give a shit about right. stuff and like I, that. Yeah, and I think that's part of it. I, but And I never got a good picture of it. But still. So 23 years, he's only lived there 14, so he didn't care when he first moved there even to see it? Like He's a weird dude. Like That stuff doesn't like, it doesn't do get into him. him. Yeah, he's not. Well, you know what that means? Hmm. He really is an actor. Yeah. Because actors never give a shit about or, stuff. They or, don't care about. Or he's a sociopath. Yeah, that, both, yeah. probably both, probably actually. Probably both. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I can't, like, honestly can't thank them enough, though. They put me up all week. He took me around every day. There was never a day when I was like, God, I wish we could go do something. I mean, and even if it was little stuff, like he was yeah. just driving, he was constantly. So hey, other than being this. a shitty tour guide, he's a pretty decent tour guide. Yeah, is what yeah, you're yeah. Okay. I mean, he, <laughs> you know, he was constantly explaining things to me, like where things are at, and yeah. um, I wanted to, I really wanted to go run Runyon, yeah. um, which I didn't get to do because the day I was going to do it, 
the other things that we did got us so far away from it, it, it would have been a huge sense. inconvenience to, yeah. to do it. And, and that kind of sucked. I went running almost every day there. Yeah, I saw that. That's good, man. Well, and it was, it, he lived right, he lives right across the street from the uh, Cal State uh, Northridge campus. Mm-hmm. So I would just go out and run and it was, it was dry and nice. Yeah. So, I mean, doing a two, two and a half mile run each day was awesome. It was flat. There were no hills. Yeah. Uh, so I really enjoyed it. It was a nice little run, running through a college campus, watching these fucking weird Mexican kids when it was 72 degrees wearing winter coats because they thought it was cold. <laughs> what a weird thing to do. Sure. <laughs> I'm just looking at puffy winter coats. I'm, like, I'm running in this exact outfit probably, uh, looking white trash as fuck with my sleeveless Jerry Springer security shirt and, and running shorts. Yeah. Uh, being Looking like the creepy old guy running through the campus. Yep. But it's like, I don't have time to leer at you. I'm trying not to die. <laughs> <laughs> but they have an orange grove on campus. So I'd run through that, and it was pretty cool because there's all these orange trees. Right next door to Tony's house, orange trees. The place where he lives in the valley used to all be orange groves. Yeah. So anywhere that is not developed, there's probably an orange tree there producing oranges. I'm like, what is that like, dude, to just be able to walk into your backyard and pick an orange? Awesome. But the the problem with those trees is they're also not bred for productivity. So the oranges, like he picked one, and he peeled it. And so you see the orange in the skin. He peels it, and the orange inside of it is like, you know, the size of a fucking golf ball yeah i'm like oh that's too bad <laughs> you know and you got this orange tree it'd be nice to be able it's to use hiding it. a clementine yeah pretty much full size orange pretty much that's the cuties that's, yeah. that's where cuties come from uh so it was it was it was a lot of fun um unfortunately you know doris roberts was in his uh, acting, acting class, class. Yeah. and she passed away while while i was out there and that was that was that was tough man watching how ups uh you know upset he, he, you know he and his friends were because she was like the matriarch of their class sure. so i didn't get to meet her the day i went to his class she um she wasn't there uh, and then she passed away i think the following night um but uh it was weird sitting in his class because i'm, I'm sitting in class they were, did a scene and then it was critiqued, and I hear someone chime in on the critique, and I turn to look, and it's Harry Hamlin. He's sitting right next to me. And I'm like, I go, shit, Perseus. What's, what's, what's up? What up, Clash of Titans? Yeah. How's it going, Aaron Eccles? Yeah, exactly. What's up? What's up? What's up? He, he's very shy, though. Like, Tony didn't even introduce me to him. Really? Yeah, he's, and, he, and he comes across as a very shy dude. Like, confident, but... But like, but reserved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much, very much. And then uh, I met uh, Bobby Neely, who used to play for the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Uh, and without even thinking, I was wearing my Bears hat that day. So Tony knows I'm a huge Bears fan. He introduces me to Bobby, who's a good friend of his. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, Bobby, this is my friend Zach from Iowa. From Iowa, he used to like to watch the Chicago Bears." <laughs> and I'm shaking his hand, and it's slowly cooking into my brain who he is. I was like, "Oh, nice to meet you." And he goes, "I really like that hat." And I'm like, oh, shit, thank you. Like, how do you, like, <laughs> yeah. thank you for making it worth wearing this hat. I don't, oh, God. Will you sign it now? Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, God. Nice to meet you, Bobby Neely, former Chicago Bear. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. You didn't make him sign the hat? No, no, the dude. I know, oh, I dude. Know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then, so <laughs> this this really good-looking chick walks in, right? Like, blonde chick walks in, and... uh Everybody's like, oh, how, how's it going? You've been working. What have you been working on? Um, Supergirl. Turn to look at Tony, and he's like, yeah, she plays some villain on Supergirl. It's a chick who played uh, Livewire. Okay. Yeah. She's really good looking in person. Yeah. Really, all of her parts are exactly where they should be. Nice. She's a very, very pretty lady. <laughs> very pretty. Um, so that was that was weird, because she's sitting right behind me as I'm watching their class, and I'm just like, this is a weird place for me to be. And and as I'm sitting there, it is painfully obvious to me that everybody knows I don't belong there. Of course. Um, so I'm just like, I'm getting the stink eye from people, 
And people are, you know, constantly asking me, like, oh, are you new in the class? Like, to try to feel me out and stuff. And I'm like, no, I'm just baby ducking behind um, behind Tony. I'm just following him around for the week. We're, you yeah, know, we're, we're friends. friends. Uh, so that was weird. And some people were really cool about it. And other people were suddenly not interested in talking to me when they found out that I wasn't an actor. Really? Yeah, but I will, I will say that the chick from his scene that he, he, uh, yeah. he um, rehearsed the first full day I was there. What a sweetheart, right? So I'm sitting out. It's just me and sitting in the house. Um, I was ta- I was re- doing some uh, notes for uh, um, for the stand-up show later that week, you know, yeah. trying to write some stuff up. And and they do their scene, and they're, they're critiquing themselves. And finally, she looks right at me, and she's like, what do you think as an audience member? And Tony goes, yeah, what do you think? And so I run through the things that I notice, the things that concern me about the scene. And she's just looking at me like, what? I'm having a hard time figuring you out all of a sudden because he had introduced me um, to her. Yeah. Um, and she knew who I was. She he must have said something about her before about me coming or something. And so, and she goes, <sighs> hmm. um, and, and Tony goes, "Do you want to get up and run your stand up?" As she's packing up, and she's like, "You do stand up?" And I said, "Yeah, in a former life." And she's like, "So you're used to being on stage?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And I said, and I said, "Yeah." I'm, I have a day job doing this, and um, and I'm, I have a degree in theater. And she's like, oh, well, no wonder you know what you're talking about. The whole time you're talking about choices that we're making and, and different things that we're doing on stage, I'm like, how does this guy know this stuff? And I'm like, well, because I was just a failure. Yeah. And, yeah, that's her. She's yeah. really pretty, isn't she? Yeah. She's, I, I couldn't remember her yeah. name, so I wanted to look yeah. her up. It's Britt Morgan. Yeah. Very, it seemed like a sweetheart. It seemed like a really nice girl. Yeah. Everybody in that class was fairly welcoming for me being so out of place. Yeah. But there were a couple times when um, people were like, they, the they fuck just, are you doing like, here? or just would just stop in the middle of a conversation and walk away. It's so, not very it's nice. so strange. It's so strange. Um, she was also in True Blood. Oh, was she? Yeah. Just like one episode or something? Uh, huh. Where she got her gear off? Probs. Maybe. All right, giggity. Um, I always got to be an asshole. Okay. Uh, but so his, his class is taught by uh, Howie Deutsch, yeah. who directed uh, The Great Outdoors, Ooh. Um, lots of True Blood. and then, That's probably why she's in that class. May, maybe, maybe, maybe very well be. Um, and uh, I got to meet Gene, and Gene was an executive producer and writer on MASH. Really? Gene is like 94 years old. And it was one of the coolest moments of my life. Because uh-huh. as he's walking by, Tony knew that I was a fucking huge MASH fan, right? And yeah. so as he's walking by, Tony goes, Gene. Yeah. Gene, I want you to meet my friend, Zach. He's from Iowa, and he'd like to meet you. And so Gene shakes my hand, and he's like, and what? Your name again? I said, Zach. One more time, Zach. Oh, Zach, Zach. I was like, no, just one Zach, Gene. Okay. And then he walks away. <laughs> it's Jesus fucking Christ. amazing. What a but, weirdo. So, but I'm like... I, I just shook hands with a guy who probably has forgotten more yeah. about the industry than I'll ever know or learn. And and he created my favorite show of yeah. all time. That's pretty I mean, cool. MASH is fucking amazing. And to, to, to meet him and shake his hand was fucking just like, wow. Unreal a little bit, probably. Yeah, it, was, it was pretty fucking cool. Gene, what a night. And just a nice guy. Obviously fucking with me. Of course. You know, and I'm just like, I just had a guy who wrote episodes of MASH fuck with me. I can go home now. Yeah, I'm good. I, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun out there. It was really nice to, to be able to spend that much time with Tony. He, they're actually coming to Iowa uh, the end of 
middle of June, maybe. Cool. And they're going to be here for like six weeks. You should take him to Morgue's Diner, where they filmed American Graffiti. <laughs> Famously filmed American Graffiti. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm totally going to do that. Uh, it would be awesome. Uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing him again. And, it, and it's just, it, I, I, I can't thank them enough for putting me up for the whole week and just yeah. taking care of me while I was there and, and, you know, just making sure that I felt comfortable and... And not lost and scared, which is kind of how I felt when I first got out there. You know who Britt Morgan was on True Blood? Mm-mm. She was Alcide's girlfriend, Debbie Pelt, the one that ends up... Yeah, that's who she really? was. Really? Yeah. So she was in a lot of yeah. True Blood. Wow. I knew I recognized her name. Uh, yeah, that was that was Debbie. So yeah, she got her gear off. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah. <laughs> well, my. Well. Well. How could... It's good that you didn't know that, because the whole time you would have been like, I've seen you naked. Well, and... I've seen you naked. And also... Uh, I know your parts are in the right place because I've seen them. Well, and the the worst part about all that, though, is that clearly Joe Manganiello ruined her for other men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he's kind, of, kind of a big deal. Yeah, you're not just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck. Wow. That's a hard act to follow. I was around a lot of cool people. Yeah. That I didn't realize were who they were. Because then you're like, one, I've seen your gear. Two, you shared screen time with Robert Patrick. Yes. Like, damn. Yes. Who makes everything Thing better. He's better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, yeah, clearly because uh, how he direct, directed or produced a bunch of True Blood. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of yeah. a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. So, I I I think that Robert Patrick reminds me of an older Tony Forsmark. I was thinking Quaid. Well, yeah, Randy there's that. Quaid. I took a great picture of yeah. him by Randy Quaid's star. Yeah, the that's awesome. Where people like, holy shit, Randy Quaid's at his own star, <laughs> no, which is a little weird, no. but okay. Well, because he didn't have a giant beard. Yeah. He wasn't hiding from Hollywood star whackers, and yeah. he wasn't currently butt-fucking his girlfriend while he was talking to YouTube. Yeah. Randy Quaid's a weird dude. I know. Um, California's a weird place because marijuana is decriminalized there. Sure. So nobody worries, and you can get a, a medical card, like anybody, for anything. Sure. So... We're walking down Hollywood Boulevard, and there's two homeless guys sitting there. And their sign says, please spare anything green. Uh-huh. And as we're walking by, I watch a motherfucker spark up a fucking bowl right there. And I turn, and I go, that is happening. And uh, I, I go, well, maybe it's just, you know, maybe it's, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Tony's wife says something about, was that? Did you smell? Do you smell it? I go smell it. I saw it. I watched the whole fucking thing happen right there. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah, so it's still strange. probably a little weird. Very weird. They have two restaurants devoted to pie. That's okay. There's there's a House of Pies and Republic of Pie. Okay. Northern ate at House of Pies three times. He was only there four days. I feel like they should have named one of them Pireland. Pireland. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah. Come on. We went to Republic of Pie. Yeah. I ordered. Pie and ice cream, and another pie. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not going to not get some more pie. I had strawberry rhubarb pie and ice cream, yeah. and then a uh, chocolate pie, mm. uh, but no ice cream because I'm not an animal, mm. right? And it was really good. That was our supper. Mm. That was our supper the night of it. Umami Burger because we oh went to Umami Burger. We went to Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, and we went to Republic of Pie. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. yeah. It was so good, so good. I just a. a Restaurant devoted to pie. I can get behind that. Was Dean Winchester there? Uh, he should have been. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would go back there in a second, or at least try House of Pies, because we drove by there. Yeah. So, you know, the smaller parking lot. But it, actually, no, it had a larger parking lot because it had a parking lot. Republic of Pie was street parking. But, yeah, it was very good. A little hipstery in there, but 
I'm not not too bad. Yeah, so a great trip, man. But again, another reason we didn't record because I was gone for a week and some change, and um, mm-hmm. but then I had to get back. Um, Sadly, right. So I told you about uh, that. We the very first day he had to do this, his scene. Yeah, right. So um, part of his scene was the the, the scene involves his, the, his female scene partner has uh, kidnapped, tortured, and held at gunpoint um, a doctor. Right. So Tony has a, a marksman uh, air pistol that he he needed to use as as the um, prop for the scene. So it was in a drawer at his house, and we were going to Hollywood. So he was like, hey, can we throw this in your bag? Because I was taking my camera bag with me. Everyone was like, yeah, absolutely, because who wants to walk through Hollywood waving around a fucking black fucking pistol, right? Yeah. So we throw it in a bag. We go there. He does the scene. Put it back in my bag because we got to walk back to the car. And he was telling me the story of one of his uh, people in his acting class had a rifle as a prop. And he went into the coffee shop across the street to get coffee. And within 30 seconds, three cop cars had squealed up. Jesus. And, yeah, it was a bad deal. So, dude, it's fucking... It's fucking uh, uh, it's fucking Beverly Hills. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, you know. So, uh, so okay, so we put it back in the bag, get back in the car, <clears throat> go home. The next day, we go do a bunch of sightseeing, and we're like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. We got to remember to take that a pistol out and put it back in the house, you know, so we're not walking around everywhere with yeah, an air pistol thing. <clears throat> um, so we go back home, totally forget. Go back out the next day, like, ah, we got to remember to take that air pistol out when we get back. Uh, so we didn't remember. And it went through the x-ray machine at the Burbank airport. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, God, dude. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. No, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, so I go through, and I'm waiting at the Burbank airport, not terribly busy. It's about the size of Des Moines airport, not a huge airport. Bob Hope International Airport. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I go through, and I'm standing waiting for my stuff to come through, right? doesn't go through. They don't let anybody else through. Um, but then I remember, oh shit, in my camera bag, I've got a four ounce thing of spray cleaner that I use to clean the lenses on my camera. It's for like LCD screen and stuff, yeah. but I use it for, and I was like, ah shit, they must see that. I'll just have them throw it away. It's not, you know, they're not gonna make a huge deal out of it. Then I start hearing them say things like, we have to remember to log the time. We have to log the time right now. Okay. We have to log the time. And then who else do we notify? Maybe we should have him come over. Yeah. Somebody should go get him. So then the Burbank officer comes walking over. I'm like, what the fuck? Over a spray bottle of solution? He comes to the end of the line and looks right at me and says something to the effect of, uh, whose bag is this or something? I was like, oh, it's mine. He goes, you have a loaded firearm in your bag? And I go, no. <laughs> and he goes, you don't? Oh, the cogs slip together. Yeah. Oh, look, man, I know what you see. <laughs> and, and there's a very good explanation for that. Uh, I know what it is, and I'm, oh, fuck. So I explained to him that my buddy's an actor, which he's definitely heard before, uh, but he was using this gun as a prop in an acting class. We put it in my bag because we had to walk down the street in Beverly Hills. We didn't want to be yeah. waving it around, you know, having it in our hand, yada, yada, yada. So <laughs> so he's just staring at me, yeah. you know. Um, but he's an older cop, so uh-huh. he's not one of those, like, fucking square-headed, militaristic guys trying to, you Hot know. to trot, ready yep, for action. Yep, 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 So we're... we're, we're we're talking it through that the TSA girl comes over. I explain the situation to her and she's like, okay, okay. Um, all right, well, I'm going to need your name and all this information takes on all my information. And she says, well, here's what's going to happen. Um, in about a month, you're going to get a letter from the TSA. Usually they don't find you on your first offense. 
uh, but you did try to take it through a federal checkpoint. I was like, I didn't try to do anything. That wasn't even supposed to go to Iowa. It's like not, it's supposed to stay here. He needs it next week for his scene. I, I wasn't trying to do it. I wasn't trying to get it back to Iowa. Nothing. And then so that, while I'm talking to her, they're going through my bag, taking everything out. And they're like, hey, you've got a pocket knife in here too. I said, yeah, well, that rode all the way from Des Moines here. Because yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't remember putting it in there. Um, so that I have to get patted down again. Yeah. I have to, uh, my bag has to go back through security. So the cop, the cop asked me, he's like, what do you want us to do with the air pistol? And I said, uh, throw it away. I, I'll, I'll just order him another one on and ship it to him. I, I don't need it for anything. It's not, like I said, it's not mine. It was supposed to stay at his house for him to use next week in the scene. He's like, all right, well, I guess I can write up a short little report and I'll dispose of it for you. I said, okay, well, thanks. Well, I appreciate that. He asked the TSA girl, he said, will it fit in your slot? For <laughs> I, I would have laughed if it were a different situation yeah. uh, for knives because apparently if you have a knife they just throw it in like a slot and yeah. you just don't get it back and then they take the bag of knives out at the end of the night and throw them away or something <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they do with them but uh, and she said no it won't fit in there he's like all right well I guess I'll write a report so he takes down all my information gets my telephone number and stuff uh, asks me when my flight leaves I'm like oh fuck I'm gonna have to go in the interview room they're gonna interview put a finger in my butt it's gonna be terrible oh, yeah. and uh, and he says um. Okay, you'll be able to make your flight, no problem. He gets the rest of my stuff down. He's like, all right, have a safe flight. I said, I'm really sorry for all the inconvenience. He's like, well, just, you know, it is what it is. So I go, walk down the fucking, to my gate, which is at the very end of the airport. I go to the can, come out, buy some gum at at a little shop. And his buddy was there, standing there with a rifle the whole time, never said anything. I come out from buying my gum. He's standing there again, like just standing by my gate. And he gives me the whole... You know, fucking the yeah. rock, you yeah. know, yeah. come here. Waves you over. Yeah, waves me over. And uh, I'm like, oh, fuck. So I go up to him. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, hey, we were talking. Uh, we think it's better, given the situation, if we give you that back and you go put it in your check luggage. And at first I'm like, what a pain in the ass. But then it clicks in my head. If they're giving it back to me, they're admitting that I didn't do any wrongdoing. Yeah. It wasn't something illegal That's for true. me to have. Uh, they're just going to give it back to me. I put it in my check luggage. As far as they're concerned, no harm, no foul. And then it should look better for TSA, you know, yeah. that, you know, if it ever comes up. So <laughs> so I go down, and uh, I can tell at this point, like, the threat level has gone back down to zero. Yeah. So they're kind of fucking with me a little yeah. bit. And I said, uh, so how do you want me to get it back? To the, he, yeah. And he goes, I'll just put it in your bag. Well, I, I separated from the guy with the rifle, right? Yeah. And so... Then I watch the other cop. He kind of looks up and he goes, second thought, just hold it in your hand. Wave it around a whole lot. <laughs> and I go, yeah, it'd be a real short fucking trip, wouldn't it? He's like, oh, you better believe it. <laughs> so I put it in the bag. The guy with the rifle walks me out. Yeah. I walk out and I, I was like, so is this just so you guys don't have to write a report? I'm cool with whatever reason. He said, well, it's been in our experience. It's better for you if we give it back to you. Um, and then you check it. And I'm, huh. so that's, I'm like, oh, so what I'm thinking is right. So then I have to go up to the ticket counter and explain to them what I want to do and what just happened. So I have to give them the whole story about yeah. Tony being an actor, the whole scene thing. And the guy at the ticket counter is like, uh, is it loaded? I'm like, no, it's not. It's like a, it's like a BB gun. And yeah. He said, was there a canister? And I was like, no, it's not even that kind of BB gun. It's like the kind of, like, cock and there's a spring. It's, it's, yeah. I said, uh, he's like, well, I'm going to have to check with TSA. I don't even know if that can go in your bag. Man, they just sent me here. Well, no, TSA didn't send me oh, there. The sure, cops the sent me there. there. And, you know, and he also explained to me, he's like, look, we're separate from TSA. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to write you a ticket or anything. But TSA may have some sanctions in the, in the future. I'm probably on a fucking list now. But uh, 
So he he, uh, he waves the TSA guy over. He explains it to him. The TSA guy comes over and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna need to see it." So he get out. He goes, "What is this? Like an airsoft gun?" I was like, oh, "I think it's a BB or a pellet gun." I, I said, "Like it? Like I said, it's not mine. It. I don't know what it originally was. He was using it for a prop and an acting exercise." He looks at it, looks at me. He goes, "Oh, dude, that sucks." <laughs> like, yeah, no, no kidding. He's like, "Yeah, just throw it in your bag. It's not a big deal at all." So I put it in my bag because they had to go get my bag. Yeah, it was already been checked. So I just and I, I realized I never looked in the bag to make sure it was mine. I just yeah. saw a blue bag and I was oh, like, "Okay, fuck. good." Enough. That would have been interesting yeah, yeah, for the next person. No shit, right? So I throw it in the bag. They check it. So I have to go back through security, and then TSA is fucking with me. They're like, "Oh, you're gonna make it through this time?" <laughs> like, it's just, I'm like these guys are awesome, you know? Because usually TSA is a bunch of dicks. they're a bunch of stiff little. Yeah, guys. but they're a lot of fun. And so uh, I get, I make it through. Obviously, I uh, get on my plane. I'm sitting on my plane, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" When I get to Des Moines, there's a gun in my bag. Those gun, those bags have to go through X-ray machines. Are they going to be like you? Never declared there's a gun in your bag. They can't tell just by looking at an X-ray that it's what basically is, yeah, a toy. Exactly. Um, are they going to hold my bags? So I flew from Burbank to Vegas and then from Vegas to Des Moines. And I was like at the back of the plane, um, from Vegas to Des Moines. So I took forever to get off. I get off the plane, go right to baggage claim. Both my bags are coming around. I grab both those motherfuckers and tool my ass out the door. No worries. Is that not fucked up? That's crazy. Dude, so fuck? scared, so scared the whole fucking time. Oh, I'm like, man. I'm, I'm, I'm fucked. I'm going to jail. What did, what did Tony say when didn't? I'm so sorry. He's like, I, I, it was my fault too. I shouldn't. We, sh- we kept talking about taking it out. We never took it out. Do you need me to come back and get it? I was like, no, no. Let's, because uh, he had already left. Yeah. He just dropped me off. He was probably a good forty minutes away by that point. I didn't know, you know, how long any of this was going to take. <laughs> um, I, I contemplated just walking out and throwing it in a garbage can, but I thought that looked terrible. You know, yeah, like yeah. I'm just like, well, I'm just going to do whatever they tell me to do. Yeah, that's a safe bet. Oh, Can you imagine though, if it had been in someone else's bag? Because they would literally give you that fucking cliched, I have no idea how that got in there. Right, right, yeah. And, and that's not going to go well no. for them because they have no means of explaining anything. <laughs> <laughs> As he puts a gun on the counter in front of me. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I, had, I had one of these. Really? One of, exactly this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just spring-loaded. I yeah. mean, yeah, but it, it's metal. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's bad. Bad deal. Bad deal, Clark. <laughs> I, I had this exact thing. Oh, you want that one? Because <laughs> it also it shoots those little like metal darts with like the red. Oh yeah, yeah. that's what it shoots. You know what? My uncle had one yeah. just like that too. Yeah, because you can yeah. load those darts and yep. shoot them at like a, a dartboard. Yep. Yeah, yep, that's what it is. Oh no shit. Yep. That's actually all it is. I think. Isn't yes, it? that's all. Because there's nowhere to put BBs in. Correct. Well, no, it says. Well, I think it BB can be caliber, both, but it's got those little yeah those little dart things. Yeah, because you can. Uh, Hold on. Uh, there's a way to... With, like, the red feathered whatever. Because this pops up somehow. Yeah. Here, let um, me see it again. Because, yeah, I, that's the exact one I had. Maybe it's... Something just fell off of it. Yeah, you pop that up, and that's where you feed the darts in. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. So, uh, I really, really thought I was going to jail. Yeah. I, I thought I'm I was... I'm sure you did. You, you were... know, I think one thing that really definitely saved me is that... Uh, I think it has to be in a certain position before that'll pop up. Probably. Um, maybe you have to... F- fire it and turn the safety on or, or something i don't know yeah maybe um but, but uh it helped a lot that i went through burbank because yeah. originally i was gonna fly into lax oh you would have been fucked there oh yeah yeah super busy airport they got no time for fucking shenanigans no, they really don't i'm sure um 
I think you just push on the front sight and it You're pops it up. To, but but it's I, I think because I, I got it to do it. At oh one no, point. it's here. Oh, right, you do right. it here, oh, and go. it only stays up long enough for you to load, load one in. in. Yeah, and yeah. It, that's where you load in the pellets also. Yeah. yeah I, but fuck, dude, I so scared, so scared, and just unhappy. And yeah, I'm texting Jenny. I'm like, what the fuck? This like is I so may terrible. never see you again. Yeah, I, um, I'm gonna get a finger in my butt, and nobody's even gonna lick my earlobe. This is gonna be <laughs> terrible. It's gonna be so bad. <laughs> oh, so scared. Yeah. I, well, because these aren't like the airsoft pistols they make now. Those things are made out of like plastic. Yeah. Like, this thing's metal. It's, metal. it's heavy. Yeah. 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 Everything about it looks bad. And it's even made to look like it has a magazine in the bottom. Yep. So. Yeah, they look real. These are the kind of guns. These are the reason they don't make them look like this anymore. Because right. people used to get shot. Right. Yeah. No, no orange tip. Yeah. No, you know, like nothing, nothing about that gun helps me. No. No. I, oh, yeah. That's bad, bad deal. Yeah, buddy. So then, uh, to add to the strangeness of the trip, when I finally get on the plane in Burbank, I'm walking back to my seat, and I look down, and I'm like, huh, what? Larry? <laughs> my sister's best friend's dad is on the plane. Well, that's weird. He, what the fuck? He man? got he got on in Sacramento. He'd been visiting his son in that Sacramento for two weeks. That happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. So so I he's, he goes, hi, Zach. And I go walk, and I sit down. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I get off the plane. Uh, and I'm walking through the airport in Las Vegas, and he's in line to get a sandwich somewhere. And so I go, are you on the plane to Des Moines, too? He goes, yep. He goes, I'll see you at the gate. So I go back to the gate. I sit down charge my phone. He sits on next to me. We bullshit for a while. He boards before I do. I bl- flew Southwest, yeah. which, dude, is the fucking way to he go. He wasn't like, hey, I saw you almost get arrested. No, because <laughs> he was on the plane the whole time. Yeah. Because he never – They he flew – the plane flew from Sacramento and just stopped oh, picked sure. us up. And apparently Southwest does a lot of that. Okay. Dude, have you flown Southwest? No, I haven't, fl- I haven't flown anywhere in years. Dude, man. fly Southwest. It's great because, first of all, both your check bags – you get two check bags for free, for free. Which comes in handy when you got to smuggle guns, apparently. <laughs> right, apparently. Um, you uh, you get your regular carry-on and your personal item, just like you do anywhere else. Those don't cost you anything. You know, people are like, fly Allegiant. Like, yeah, okay, that's great. The ticket's cheap, and then I have to pay fucking another $200 to check bags and have a carry You have to pay for a carry-on on Allegiant. Nope. No. So fly Southwest. It's fucking awesome. Their boarding system is, takes a little getting used to, um, and their app is fucking horrible. Like, because, because when, on the way there, my connecting flight got canceled yeah and they automatically put me on another, another flight i just went up to the to the uh desk and i said hey apparently my flight was canceled they said yep we were we've already got you on a flight it was like another hour or two later hmm. so i mean i got something to eat which holy fuck las vegas airport can suck my balls <laughs> was it like 95 dollars for a sandwich if i would have gone to wendy's just for a sandwich nine dollars <laughs> yeah at fucking wendy's so I ended up eating the granola bars that I packed in my camera bag. Yeah, I would. Like, I could not. I bought a water, I think. But and that I, was still seven fifty. Yeah, dude, it was bad. You know, I've, I've flown a lot, and airport, airport food's a little bit more expensive. Like, you go to McDonald's, say the value meal here is $5, it might be 7 for a value meal. And you get everything, you know. But $9 just for a sandwich from Wendy's? No fucking way. I think a Subway sandwich is like 15 fucking bucks. I mean, it was it was it, like for a foot long. It was fucking retarded. So I'm just like, no, I'm obviously not eating here. And normally I like to I like to eat in the airport restaurants because and a lot of times my layover is a lot longer. But in this case, I had an hour. It was supposed to be an hour layover. And I actually, my our plane landed because it left a little late, landed. I was going to have like 15 minutes to get to my gate. So oh. it was actually better that the flight did get canceled. Um, but... The story is so, but that fucked up the app because I, I you can get your boarding passes on the app, but that fucked up everything. Then I couldn't because that changed. 
and they rebooked me from the airport, I couldn't pull up any of my boarding passes or anything on the app. So then I had to go um, to which I had to go to the ticket counter anyway because I was checking bags, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But I had to print have them print off boarding passes mm-hmm. for me then. Which, it, dude, it's that great having like them on hassle, your phone. Though, but it's great, dude. On your phone, it's awesome. You don't even carry a ticket anymore. That's they cool. scan your phone. It's so nice. You actually lay your phone down on the little thing and then hand them your ID um, when you go through security. They scan that as your boarding pass. Then you scan. You just wave your phone over or under, depending on how their scanner works, when you get on the plane. If anyone wants to know what we're talking about for the gun, they just need to go image Google marksman repeater. Yeah, that's it. Yep, that's the one. And they look but real as shit. It's the black one, not the silver one. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't take one of those with you. Dude, I've, I don't get scared easy, and I was scared. Yeah. I thought that this was, this was you know, you hear lots of... Like you of, see those fucking shows locked up abroad. Yeah. Like almost like that, but locked well, up you well, know, you know, in you, your country. And you hear lots of stories of somebody doing something stupid that they didn't intend to do and it ruining the rest of their life. Yeah. This felt like it was going to be that for me. You're like, man. I'm like, I'm going... Th- it went through the fucking x-ray machine. Yeah. It's not even like I found it in my bag and I was like, now what do I do with it? Yeah, they're going to see me dispose of a gun in an airport and then they're going to... Right, Yeah, right. Um, In which case, if I would have remembered, I probably would have called him like, you need to come back here right now. Oh, sure. And then I would have just gotten in his car, took it out, threw it under the seat and left. But because he said, I wish we would have just taken it out and put it in the car. I was like, yeah. And then you fucking get pulled over for speeding and it slides out from underneath your seat. And you're in L.A., you you get shot. (laughs) Immediately. No, I mean, I I, I wish this wouldn't have happened, but I would have felt really bad had that happened. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah, I I just, oh, fuck. Dude, horrible. I I don't, and I never check my camera bag because in my mind... I went through all my other bags, yeah. but in my mind, I'm like, I know exactly what's in my camera bag at all times. Yeah. So why would there be anything in there that shouldn't be in there? Oh, in the back of my head, at one point when I was packing all my stuff up, I was like, maybe I should go through my camera bag. I'm like, why would I need to? I know what's in there, and everything that's in there went through security before, so it's not going to be a problem. Lesson learned. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if check. you're 100% sure oh, what's in there. If, if I'm 100% sure, look. I better be 200% sure. That's right. Yeah. So <sighs> scary, dude. Like. <laughs> I, and I normally don't have bad luck traveling. Yeah, this, I, I would have been nervous, too. I probably would have been sick to my stomach. Dude, I wasn't nervous. I was scared. I would have been sick to my butt, yeah. everything. Oh, dude, just... I felt my fucking butthole <laughs> yeah. pucker. I was like, I guess I better relax this thing. It's going to make it easier when they put the finger up there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they're going to have to punch their way through. <laughs> oh, dude, it was so <laughs> fucking horrible. Oh. So bad. Uh, yeah. So as long as we're talking about terrible things, how about that Ghostbusters trailer? It is the most hated trailer, um, like be- I think of all time. Yeah, because it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. There is a f- so they released the second trailer. You know uh, what? Wait, week. but real yeah. quick, let's talk about that. Let's mm-hmm. talk about what we just said. The purpose of a trailer mm-hmm. is to make a movie look good. It's to entice people mm-hmm. into going to see that movie. Mm-hmm. This thing is so bad that it's hated. Mm-hmm. What does that say about the rest of the movie? Yeah, they're not selling. They're not selling their product well at all. No, uh, they really maybe a, they don't have a product to sell. And I think that's it. I was I I, I was talking. I tweeted to uh, that uh, Blake Northcutt. She's uh, like a, that comic book. Yeah, you know, chick on tweet on Twitter and and I uh, I tweeted to her because she had she had said something about it. even she's like, look, something's wrong here. And I said, I think the problem is they know they don't have a good product, so they're trying to guilt and force people into watching it. That's why they're doing this whole, like, well, you must be sexist, because they're well, like... Well, that's the thing I have a problem with. Okay, so are there people that hate this movie automatically because of the the woman factor? Yes. Yeah. Are there people that love it and defend it automatically just because of it, too? Yep. Yes. And the problem with those people is that if you don't like it, 
It's automatically because you're in the other camp and right. not because you just think it looks like a terrible movie. It looks like a terrible movie. Yeah. It looks... It, but because ugh. you think that, it's automatically the sexist angle. It's not because it looks like a terrible movie. Now, six months ago when we last recorded, we talked about the first trailer <laughs> and how, you know, there's the scene where uh, Melissa McCarthy's character is getting slapped yeah. by a black chick's character. I don't even yeah. know what the fuck Leslie Jones. Yeah, Leslie Jones' character. And, of course, you know, she's possessed, so she's slapping her, trying to slap the ghost out of her. The ghost flies away, so what does Leslie Jones have to do? She has to slap her one more time because that's funny. We learned about that in comedy school, right? right. That's funny. So it's funny. It's a joke nobody's ever done before, yep. that one extra slap. Got to right? do it. So they got to do it. In the second trailer, there's a fucking crowd surfing gag where, shocker, the crowd doesn't catch Leslie Jones. So Leslie Jones lands on the ground, and she looks up, and she's like, I don't know if it's because I'm black or if it's because I'm a female. But either way, I'm mad as hell. Yeah, it's like, either way, you're not in a good movie. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. That, that's a gag that not catching the person gag is so played out, so old, and so unoriginal. That I also saw someone uh, say online that this feels more like a, uh, a Wayans Brothers scary movie send up of Ghostbusters that's, than it does a Ghostbusters. That's movie. really actually good call. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's almost like it's a spoof. Like it, 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 from everything from their facial expressions when they're using the proton yeah. uh, packs to everything that's happening, the dialogue, all of the writing, the plot. Everything is fucking horrible. Yeah, it's not going to be good. No, no, and there's no way. Uh, Dave Bird sent me a link to the international trailer saying this this makes it look a lot better. Nope, nope, nope. It does not. Did you not. see the one? Did I even tag you in it? Did you see the trailer, the little one somebody made of Stay Puff watching the trailer? Yeah. Fuck, that's awesome. Because <laughs> at first he's like, he's so excited. Yeah. He's yeah. so joyful. And when they start playing the music, like the kind of yeah. modified new version, he looks at the camera like, <gasps> It's kind of cool. And he goes from he goes from happy to two girls, one cup to disappointed, <laughs> to scared, to angry, yeah. to then spoiler at the end of the video he blows his brains off, and then Slimer <laughs> and a Gozer dog come in and start eating his body like after yeah. he's blown his brains yeah. out. It's it's so, bad. Well, and you see the 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 scene in the trailer where it's the no ghost ghost, yeah, but the size of Stay Puffed, yeah, walking through the city, yeah, that's dumb. That's a desperate attempt. Well, you know, and, and I was talking to Jenny about it the other day. I was like, okay, when you when you watch Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2, which, strangely, have you noticed that backlash towards Ghostbusters yes, 2? Yes, which from I the, don't from the people From the people who want to love this one. Yeah. They're, they're like, yeah, well, Ghostbusters 2 is a garbage movie. No, no it, it wasn't. wasn't. It was one of the few movies that was... They talk about how unfunny it was. Yeah, it was that great. movie makes me laugh. Oh, it's a great movie. It was it, it's, it's a movie that I hold up to be just as good as the original. Yeah. Because here's what happens. Both movies, every time a joke happens... You don't see it coming. They're funny. You're like, whoa, that was really funny. And where the fuck did they get that idea? Yeah. That's what's funny. Telling the same jokes other people have told over and over and over is not funny. That's just lazy. And I watched them recently. I think we talked about this. Yeah. And I enjoyed Ghostbusters 2 just as much as I enjoyed the first one. And it had been such a long time since I watched see, it. See, I watch Ghostbusters, one of the two of them, every year when I hand out can- candy for Christmas. Because yeah. Christmas. <laughs> I know what you Halloween. mean. Halloween. Because, yeah. uh, one, well, I dress it, as a Ghostbuster. And two, I love the fucking movies. Yeah. So they hold up. They're yeah, very they're good. They're There's no point in that movie where you're like, God, they should really have a cell phone. You know, because it just doesn't, it, it's unnecessary to yeah. everything that's happening. You don't feel like they need to do that um and they're written well they're sharp it's it's a style of comedy that doesn't exist anymore Uh, and that's the problem they're trying to make a movie off of a movie Mm -hmm. that stylistically doesn't exist anymore and they don't even try no and they're trying it in a different style yeah so why why make that movie then Make a, a new, different movie. Make Bridesmaids 7. I don't oh. give a fuck. Like, I, I saw a guy on, on Dave Bird's when he posted and tagged me 
to show me the trailer, the yeah. international trailer, his buddy is like, I'm, I'm really excited about this movie because it has such a strong cast. I didn't even dignify it with a response. Nope. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> That's like, so horrible. I think there'd be enough people that weren't a fan of this happening if it were just a traditional reboot because it doesn't need to happen. Right. Um, but to make this attempt... Right. Just well, even a lot of people have been saying, uh, look, if it was uh, about the, the story of the old Ghostbusters retiring and these are their daughters and there's some kind of melding of the two stories, they'd be okay with it. Yeah. But the fact that they're just starting a new story... With bad writing, no really uh, homage to the original. Other that than we've seen other, so far, Other anyway. than there's going to be cameos of them playing characters other than the characters that they're playing in the yeah. original, which is weird. Uh, it, just, it just feels like yeah, a wh- gimmick. Wh- what's, uh, <laughs> what's Ernie Hudson going to be? Leslie Jones' dad or something in the movie? But he's going to be her uncle. That'd be fucking ridiculous. Um, but not as Winston Zedmore. Because remember, she has that no, line. No, I know. That's what I mean. Yeah. Not as Winston, but just he's just playing like... But a, she has that line about, I got this... Hearst from my uncle or whatever. Yeah, he's probably gonna be the uncle. Yeah, probably that could be. I, huh. I, I just I wish I wish they would have because there's there's and I've said this before there's female characters, female actresses. That's redundant, right? There's actresses yeah, yes. they could have gotten for the roles that would have been really good. You throw an Emma Stone in there to play the Vinkman role or something. You know this cocky, mm-hmm. um, decent looking chick. Um, and then you, you flesh it out with some really good actresses and a good story, and mm-hmm. then I don't have a problem with it anymore. But when you start with, I'm going to make an all-female Ghostbusters, have you written it yet? No. Then don't do that. Then don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Write, write a okay. good Ghostbuster story. It's and all right, if... though. Like It sounds like it's probably going to get about what it deserves. Yeah. So yep. I think just sit back and watch it burn. Yeah. I, the problem I have uh, like on Twitter, the Ghost, Ghostbusters fan Twitter site is pushing it. Of um, course. You know, it's like... Of all, yeah. of all people, how much are they paying you? Because yeah. I bet that's what's happening. Oh, sure. Because think about it: if you were Sony and you own the property, you own this property, right? And you're getting this backlash. Wouldn't you pay the Ghostbusters fan network to push this? Yeah, and see if they can sway their followers, if yeah. you will. Yeah. yeah, I, I it wouldn't surprise me a bit if there's some marketing going on there, some payola, if you will. Probably. Hey, talk about this like it's going to be great, and we'll give you a thousand dollars. Like $1,000, I can build half of a proton pack. Or I could buy one of those new, like, you see, you see those that? I tagged you? Yeah. I, I, I wanted you to see it. Yeah. I figured... So here's the problem I have with it. They have no firm, what is the name of that company? I already um, forgot. It's, it, apparently they make a lot of prod, uh, prop replicas, but they have no firm delivery date on it. It comes with no lights or sound. Yeah, it's just all vinyl or plastic. Whatever. Yeah, it's and it's a ready-made proton pack for eight hundred bucks. Six or eight. Six yeah. or eight hundred bucks, but no lights, no sound. And they might have an expansion kit for it at some point right. that would provide those. things. And it might arrive at some point. It's basically. And then I think don't you also have to pay separately for the holder for the, for Alice, the pack for holder? the Alice yeah. the Alice frame. Yeah. yeah. And from what I've read online, this company is very unreliable. Awesome. Just yeah. exactly what you want. Everything yeah. is lining up perfect to, yeah. to buy one of these. Right. Why exactly. wouldn't you get it? Yeah. Oh, because it's cheaper. It's cheaper than the $3,500 that you'd have to buy for a ready-made one or the 1500 it would cost you to build your own. you get what you pay for. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and so a lot of people have been saying with their whatever their last thing that they made was uh, they, the delivery date kept getting pushed back with no discount. And it was just a lot of – they had a lot of problems with yeah. it. And so I'm like, oh, I'm not interested then. I guess I don't – you know, you give me a finished product with light, sound, and uh, – um, I would I would even buy the Alice pack separately as yeah. long as they had instructions on how to attach it. Yeah, you can get one of those at a like you, you go Robin Surplus. They probably have. Them. Oh sure. Um, 
it, as long as you give me a completed product um, and a firm delivery date. Like, yeah. if you order it now, pre-order starts You're now. You're going to get it someday. Yeah, you'll get it before Halloween or something. Yeah. You know, I, I might think about doing that. Jenny would have my ass. Yeah. But for 600 bucks, I get everything yeah, I but need. But Jenny, you saved that much on the camera. Yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. just using it. Exactly. <laughs> it's like your money's my money. It's not, <laughs> it's not at all. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, we've talked a you lot. Of, watch out! She can have a fucking female reboot of your relationship. Yes, she may. She may. She may. I would. <laughs> I would. Don't chicks know how to eat pussy. It's fine. That's right. Uh, yeah. So, I, dude, I've spent an hour and twenty three, twenty four minutes talking about uh, mostly L A. Me and me. What's been going on? Well, no, you've been talking a lot about food, which is dear to both of us, I think. Right, which drives me, fuels me. Yeah, Yeah, you know, it's fine. Really, what's been going on with me? Not too much, man. Mm -hmm. I've been uh, collaborating with our friend Patrick on some musical endeavors. Oh, yeah? How's that going? Fun. Is it? It's good. We need to get him on and talk about it. Yeah, we should. Have you guys guys recorded some stuff? Yeah. Stuff that you guys are ready to have people hear? Yeah, maybe. Like, there's no, we don't have anybody to, like, sing or anything yet, but, like, all the rest of the music music is in there. Um, like metal? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Not like thrash like, metal like or death anything metal like that. Anything? No, 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 no. So like something that maybe I could like do a, a, a voice and, and put us. A... Do you have lyrics to it? Uh, uh, no. So there's no lyrics to it? No, it's all just okay. instrumental at this point. Hmm. But it sounds good. Can you write Do you, Can you write lyrics? I probably could. I've never Dude, let's had try cause it. to. Let's make a song. Okay. I've always kind of wanted to be a singer. I'm not good at it. My but... first song shall be titled Swipe Right. <laughs> let's let's do it let's do like a fully produced yeah misinfo song oh my god i mean it's no it's not gonna be any pony to the sea oh we could no probably, it sure won't be pony we, could, to the sea. we could probably do something yeah. right right because i was sometimes i get uh ellie's got this book of uh nursery rhymes right yeah so sometimes i'll read them to her but i'll read them in the style of like metallica uh-huh so it'd just be like, twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she yeah. likes it? Yeah, she, she'll she, laugh at me because she's, she's like, you're a retard. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, dice, silly. Yeah. Yeah, that's silly. That's all he's got anymore. All his hopes and dreams are gone. He's silly now. <laughs> Let's do something with it. It'll be fun. Any he had left were crushed at the Burbank airport. It's true. Well, or, you know, uh, now the running thing is when I went down to help Dave on a photography project uh, in Des Moines a week after I got back, and I would say something. He's like, dude, how are you so quick? How are you so funny? You're so funny. Your jokes are great. I go, not according to Santa Monica. Yeah. And that has been the running through line. Every time somebody says anything about, that was really funny. Not according to Santa Monica. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> you know what probably was hilarious to Santa Monica? The mm. video footage of your time at the airport. Oh, I wish I could have got that. I love that. It's just the only time in my life I've ever been white. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucked up. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, dude, we could do it, do the song, yeah. and then uh, auction it off on eBay. Yeah? To, to like, make some money for the show. Huh. What do you eBay, think? eBay. Huh? Couldn't, couldn't we? Could, we could, couldn't you? Like, can I you don't... auction off a digital product on eBay? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I've never tried. Or would there be some other way to do that? I don't know. Now there's w- homework to be done. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know why you couldn't. Yeah. Like, eBay doesn't know what you ship or where you just like, okay, a CD of this song. And then we just email it to them. Sure. Say. Something like that. But you PayPal us the money, we'll email it to you. Huh. But then how does eBay get their cut? I don't know. So they, they make the purchase through eBay. Yeah. eBay doesn't control how you send no, things No, they just to take their percentage of the sale yeah. cost. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a good way to do it. Hmm. Just do a minimum, like a... Do a minimum bid or something? Yeah. That'd be fun, right? Could be. I wonder what a good minimum bid for something like that would be. I have no idea. Five dollars. We have to look and see what other people do, I guess. Five dollars. But what we'd have to do is uh, 
because what, what's that called when you like your minimum bid is five dollars, but you only take reserve. your reserve. Yeah, set a reserve for yeah. something reasonable, like twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun, right? Be kind of cool. Could be. I'd do it. I'll put my fucking uh, vocal stylings and possible embarrassment <laughs> to the on, test on a metal track. <laughs> right on. Yeah, you write some fucking lyrics. Oh God, write some lyrics. Just one. What like? Is there one of them that you really like? One of the songs. Yeah. 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 So like something that you think you can put some lyrics to? There's one that Patrick loves. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to ruin something he loves. Okay, then maybe we should. <laughs> yeah, he gets, he gets scary angry. when you he ruin things really people angry. love. Yeah. He gets angry about that. We'll have him on to talk about that. Fire. So I can explain to him why you don't <laughs> behave that way in public. Or maybe uh, you do. Maybe that's exactly what you do. No, you really don't. You don't. You don't. Not if you want to still be free to enjoy things. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Now, now, a lot of times I've given you an assignment, uh-huh. and then you, you don't do it. Uh-huh. Are you going to do it? Uh-huh. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> well, I mean, gauging on our response, I could probably write several albums by the time we get together again. That's true. We're not going to do that again. Like, I'm caught up on the shit I need to get done. I think, yeah. we, and, and I'm only on weekends off for another. I got next full weekend. You got anything going on next weekend? Are you working or are you off? Uh, I'm going to be gone. Well, fuck, I don't know. Should be around Friday night, huh? I think. Nah, going to be gone Saturday. Going to be gone Saturday. Yeah. How about Sunday? Probably around Sunday. It's a holiday weekend. Yeah. And I've got... Saturday, Sunday, Monday I off. I think I think they gave me Monday off. And I was thinking about we, we should have a big uh, let's, cookout. Let's do it. You want to do that? We were supposed to do it like last weekend. We didn't because I had this fucking mess. Yeah, going let's on. do it. Let's have a big cookout, like lawn chairs, fire pit. Sure. Like a get, good the, get that get that Ralph's card so we can save twenty bucks. Yeah, on no the shit. Meat. All right, I will put the cookout together because I have the biggest yard. Uh huh. You put the lyrics together. Oh no. And we won't necessarily have to do it, uh-huh. but I, I at least want lyrics by could you, like the first verse. You do the first verse I'll have to, to decide the chorus. what I want it to be about to oh, the man. chorus. Okay, we'll like first verse that. to the chorus. Okay, right? Yeah. yeah, I think that's reasonable. First verse to the chorus okay. because once you lay down the first verse to the chorus, then we can help you with the rest of it. Right. But you got to get us started. So Sunday night we're going to do this. I would think maybe Sunday night. Yeah, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Okay. I mean, we got the whole. It'd be a good time if that's that's the only time you're free. We can kind of build it around that. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know why anybody else would have anything going on Sunday night. Yeah. Because I do. See, I don't know. To, do like Patrick and Clint? Do they drive on holidays? I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. But even if they do, well, then they have to go to work Sunday night. I'll see Patrick on Tuesday or Wednesday. I can ask him. Yeah, ask him. Ask him if I haven't heard. Him. If I haven't talked to him yet. Yeah. But uh, maybe I'll send them both a text and find out. But it's incredibly interesting. So okay. So well, you, they're two of the three people that listen. So Patrick right, and Clint are like, hey, this is relevant. Like, to they me. said our names. <laughs> <laughs> so you do the the lyrics, the first verse, the chorus. All right. Uh, so what else has been going on? Um, that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. Any good shows on the TV? Yeah, I've been yeah. watching all everything: Flash, Arrow, yeah, uh, Supergirl, nah. Game of Thrones. No. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. So we can't talk about it. Yeah, because you're <laughs> okay. Le- uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. It got renewed. I know. And Firefly never did. Yeah. We live in a weird time. We do. And that show is not bad. It's not bad. It's not, wait, but... no, no. It's not horrible. Yeah. But it's not good. It got renewed. Yeah. And they're going to do a four-part crossover now that Supergirl got yeah. moved to the CW. Yeah. Wouldn't they be better served to just do some event episodes with the characters from Legends of Tomorrow rather than giving it its own series? You would think so. Because, first of all, how... Are you caught up on it? Not really, but no. I don't care. Okay. I don't care with that So, one. season finale. Yeah. Uh... So you are caught up on Arrow. everything else. Yes. Okay. Everything so else. so spoiler alert. Uh, apparently, uh, um, Laurel dies. Yep. So, um, fucking uh, what's her name? Her sister. 
Sarah. Uh, Sarah finds out that Laurel dies. Uh-huh. Okay, first of all, this is a world where Laurel or Sarah's already died and is back from the dead. Yeah, right. And she, she spends most of her time in the past or future. Right, but she right. I'm getting there. So she finds out. So she tells Rip, you need to take me back in time to before she dies and let me save her. And he gives her this long speech about how they can't do that. It'll fuck up the timeline, this and that. This entire show is about him traveling through time to save his wife and son from being killed. Yeah. He gives her some gobbledygook bullshit about how no matter how many times she tries, time wants this to happen. So she will not ever be able to stop it. The entire show's premise is about him doing that exact yes, thing. Yes, um, that is frustrating. And it's like, first of all, he's an unlikable character. Yeah, he really is. I, I don't care for him. No, I, it, that show for me is pretty much largely all about Wentworth Miller. Like, I like, yeah. I like well, Cat and Cold. Oh. Well, you know, yeah. But I'm just saying. I mean, like, how much of it have you seen? No, I know. Like, it was. He was the best. <laughs> okay. He was the best character. Right. And I was on like, the show. They, they, they kill him. That's because yeah. they're doing Prison Break. Yeah, so that yeah, they're reviving prison. But that's break. just like a special event deal. But right? as soon that's... as they announce that, you can you can glean. You're like, well, they're going to kill somebody on that show to make it impactful, and since he's already got something else to do, but it's don't be they him. also need Mick? I guess for Prison Break, aren't yeah. they brothers on that show? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he'll be in it. Is that a show anybody needs to come back? Prison Break? I don't know. I'm it, not sure. I so yeah, it's weird that uh, it, that show con- constantly contradicts itself. Constantly, yeah, I and know. Then, and then you're like, okay. Uh, so worst case, do we really need to worry about Laurel being dead? Because if they really want to, they dug Sarah up. It's not even like to go to yeah. the Lazarus pit. It has to be right now. Yeah. They well, now now they don't have Lazarus pits. There's going to be one somewhere. Yeah. But that was because they tried. That's that's what. Uh, that's what. Uh, Paul Blackthorne, Agent oh. Lance. That's what he wanted to do. He's an agent now. Or what? I don't know. I just I Captain Captain Lance. Yeah, yeah. That's what he wanted to do. Right. He want he wanted. To I need two crazy daughters. Yeah. Which I still say that fucking Sarah is way hotter. Oh yeah. But she gets these weird looks on her face where it's like she can't breathe through her nose anymore. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> like like she's such a pretty girl, but sometimes she gets these Until weird looks sudden, on her face. Yeah. And you're just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop that. Can't you do another take where she doesn't have that stupid I just farted look on her face? It's so weird. There's, I almost get the feeling that she does it on purpose. Yeah. Like, this fucking show there's, sucks. There's one ahead. episode left of each Flash and Arrow oh, at yeah. this point. Yeah. But I'm caught up on them. Yeah, I'm a whole season behind. So I'm going to have to wait until they come out next season so that they pop up on This isn't going to spoil anything for you since you already know that Laurel dies. No. So, of course, they immediately, she dies. So they have the evil version of her no. on the Flash. For, oh, an episode, nice. for an episode. That's another thing that we never talked about uh-huh. is there's a, always an evil version yeah. episode. that Because, you, yeah. you know, we t- talked about all the other Lose the Powers episode, time travel episode, all the shit that happens. And then there's the the evil version episode. Yep. That, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, though, now, so now they're going to have to do some, some careful arranging because since Supergirl was on uh, CBS, right. when they crossed over with Flash, he had to go to a different Earth. Right. To connect with her. Now, if they're going to regularly have all four of these shows crossover, how do they make that convenient? Either different, either multiple they can't Earths, all just... or, or they'll just be like, well, since she exists on a different Earth, oh, hey, did anybody hear about the Supergirl who just showed up? Yeah. Like, it's it's a pretty simple fix. Like, like she's just going to end arri- up in their world now? Or she just arrived late yeah. here, you know, like, because how'd she arrive? Was she, had she been here since she was a kid? Yeah, or? Uh, yes. 
Pretty much. Yeah, so I mean... She got adopted by the... the but the but maybe... Versus. Maybe she just hasn't revealed herself on our Earth yet. Yeah, maybe. You know, on on the on Barry's Earth. So she's just going to regularly hang out there, but still live in hers for no, the sake no, no, of her no. show? No, no, she could just... It, she, that's a different Supergirl. Mm-hmm. There's also I guess. Earth One Supergirl that just hasn't revealed herself yeah, yet. Yeah, that could be. So now, hey, did you hear... That there's another hot blonde chick, yeah. but that isn't really blonde. She's like yeah. dishwater blonde. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Um, she got her gear off in something. Probably. I can't remember what it was. I just saw it online. Topless. But Full. see if they do that. That complicates her. Sh- yeah, like, I don't know. Her other show? No, I guess it doesn't. Because technically, she's like Earth Two. It doesn't Supergirl, complicate right? her show, but it complicates. Anybody else on her show having anything to do with her when she's in these other shows? Because they wouldn't be the same people. Like, they'd be the same person, but not necessarily the same person in life. Well, but not necessarily. Like, so maybe maybe in, on some Earths, just one thing is different. Yeah. Maybe every all her relationships and Barry's Earth are the same, except for she wears fucking yellow socks. Man, who knows? I mean, because in, in that idea yeah. of infinite Earths, like, some of them have to be pretty similar, you would think. And then some of them are completely opposite. Like maybe yeah. she's the Flash and Barry's Supergirl. Yeah, I don't fucking That'd know. That'd be weird. <laughs> Probably he's got the legs for it. Right? Yeah, sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he does. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah, I, I feel good. I feel comfortable. Yeah. Like I feel this is we, 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 we didn't forget 100. <laughs> percent uh, I would like to continue to do this more. We say this all the time, but uh, schedules and life. And pretty soon my life's going to get exponentially more complicated. So uh, we'll figure something out. But yeah, I should probably call my dad. Yeah. This has been episode 276 of Misinformation Podcast. With you as always, I'm Zach. I'm Eric. Love you. I know what it is, and I'm, oh, fuck. They're going to interview put a finger in my butt. It's going to be terrible. You've just heard the misinformation theme song, Hostile You, by the Matt Lees Band. Thanks for listening.